So you go around the corner, you see it goes straight ahead. There's a door straight ahead of you at the end of the hallway after it widens, and it seems to kind of branch off, but when you get up and close to the branches, it looks like that might have been expansions or hallways that weren't finished, because they just kind of like peter off unevenly. There's probably some crates and stuff stacked in those that look really dusty. Does this so far line up with our preliminary blueprints? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, some of the blueprints were like their design, dream design for it. Others were like different like steps in the progress. So it does match up mostly. It looks like they might have tried. Someone might have come in, tried continuing to expand the hallway before just giving up. I would like to check around and see if there are cameras or people around. Or yeah, and I'd like to check for traps. Gotcha. Give me those investigation rolls. Or if people want to also do perception checks that aren't specifically looking for things. Yeah, Scorpio will just do a perception. Sure. I'll also investigate the door to see if it has any markers that indicate what it is, what its purpose is. Um, Verda, I'm gonna use heads again. Because bad times. Alright, that's better. I just imagine Farida regularly just boops heads. Mm-hmm. Alright, so I got an 11 total. I got an 18 investigation. Bye, you don't really notice anything. There don't seem to be any traps. Anima, you're looking for cameras, right? Mm-hmm. You see some of the crates and, like, go sitting on top of them. Mm-hmm. There is camera equipment that looks like it could be cameras kind of similar to what you saw outside. Mm-hmm. They're not connected to anything, though, but they look like they could be retrofitted or connected to stuff. And there's no guards out in this area or anything, it's just an area? Nope. Okay. No guards. And what were the perceptions? 19 for Scorpia. 15 for Verda. Okay. Oh wait, I was investigating the door. I was investigation on 15. Gotcha. So, for Scorpia, yes, it looks like there's a lot of supplies and a lot of the crates have marks on them that look like they could be equipment for upgrades or maybe like extra rations or stuff like that. It doesn't seem to be anything particularly valuable, but there are some things where it's people that are known, either known to be tied to smuggling operations or people that you and your friends probably suspect are being blackmailed by Trigger for materials and stuff. Or pressured by him. But there doesn't seem to be anything particularly valuable or dangerous. You could feel like he probably has that harder to get to. And as for the door, it is locked. Doesn't appear to be trapped. But you also can kind of hear, it sounds like there's a big empty space behind it. It's not like a door into a small room or a hallway. Hmm. Also, it's a decently fortified door. Hmm. And hopefully it won't be your enemy. <laughs> electric lock or mechanical? I'm gonna say it has a similar electric keypad thing as to the outside door. There doesn't appear to be a mechanical lock on this one. Alright. 
As far as I can tell, no one knows you're here. Good. Well, no one knows it's still alive. That's the idea. <laughs> For all they know, the squirrel followed me in. And then it like slipped into the room when I closed the door. Yeah. Have we heard gunshots yet? Or just angry shouting? There might have been the sound of door slamming and locking. And then the shouting quiets down. There is a door at the end of that room, so. Hmm. Yeah, I see the door on the map, but... Okay. There was a storage room back there that they just locked the squirrel in. That's fine. Still would have air ducts. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it'll be fine. Plus, since I did leave several granola bars with it, it probably still actually wants to get back into the room with the guards, so it'll just climb up, go into the air ducts, <laughs> and go back down into the same room. Or find you, because you apparently have an inexhaustible granola supply. <laughs> I carried exactly three with me. I hope I don't let it down whenever it comes find me. Finds me. <laughs> I mean, as a performer, like, you always gotta have granola bars with you. You never know how long it's gonna be between things. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> inexhaustible granola supply sounds like a really interesting, like, indie either album or band. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. What, yes. What about like a, like a like a survival horror game? Indie survival horror game. It's called Inexhaustible Granola Supply. <laughs> That's all you have. It's like And yeah, you just live you do everything with granola. You learn to turn it into like a building compound. You use it for food. Mm -hmm. What well, you don't realize until it's too late those granola is haunted. <sighs> That's it. That's the only horror element in the entire game. And all of a sudden, you read like a note left by the person that made all of it, that just says, "Oh, by the way, these are literally the spirits of all the people you've been speaking to this whole time. Congratulations." Also, P.S. Boo. <laughs> okay, back on track. So oh all Parada is standing at the door. Everyone is investigating to make sure there's nothing sketchy. What are y'all gonna do? The squirrel is currently finding food in the storage room. Okay. I'm assuming Farida tells us about the mechan the electric door lock. So I think it just has an electric door lock. Yeah. So Vi will go over and try to pick it with the data lock code breaker. Give me that roll. Teen. I'm gonna lightly pat heads. Fifteen. This one's tougher, and it takes a little longer, but you are able to unlock the door. Okay. As far as you can tell, nothing goes off. Is the door open or still closed? It might have popped open a little bit, but it hasn't- you have to, like, fully open it. It's- okay. it's not an automatic door. It... Since I still look like a guard, I should probably stick my face in first, right? That might be one. Yes. I'll do that. I'm gonna creak the door open a whole tiny bit and peek around the corner and see what I see. Yeah, Vi will move from the door. <laughs> so, I guess, are you just pop your head in and then out, or? Uh, just a little in, and then we'll see what I see if I pull it back out or if I open the door the rest of the way. Roll me perception. That's gonna be a perception? Oh, right, this character is not proficient in that. That's going to be a seven. You don't see a lot. There's a big empty room. It, there's 
some tables and chairs and place for stuff. I mean, you see a couple of guards just stationed at the door. So, the room is like a square with the corners cut off. And so, in two of the corners on the opposite side, there are doors and there is one guard in front of each. Directly in front of you, there are two guards in front of that one. And off to the right, there is another guard. And that is all you see at the first glance. I'll pull my head back. And they all notice you. They all just kind of look over at you. That's not my problem. I'm going to close the door. My hand is on the lock. Um, There are five people in there. This is the only way forward, correct? So, was our information wrong? Oh yeah, I forgot I'm bad. I forgot that, yeah, because it was... said seven, I think. Yeah. Um, Seven that we know of. Seven that we know of. We killed one. Oh, yeah. There's three locked in the room. Four, so that's... My apologies. I forgot what I said. So, correction... There's still one in front of the doors that are kind of in the catty corners. Mm-hmm. And there is another one in front of directly ahead of you. But off to the right, it's not a guard. It's what looks vaguely like some kind of robot. Yeah. Cool. I have an idea. Let's ambush them. Hold right there. Sneak attack them whenever they open the door. We the guards, have a crisis going on in the communications room right now. So, I'm not even gonna lie. They need help. Let's call for help. Are they gonna believe that since you closed the door on them? I don't know. I'm gonna close the door again after I say it. One way or another, they're gonna come. Well. (laughs) Yeah? Okay. Cool. Let's give it a whirl. I'm gonna pop the door open real quick and say, Inesiu. I'm gonna say, hey guys, we have a situation going on in the communications room. Could you, like, uh, come over and help? It's like a squirrel's gotten loose. Very strange. Anyways, close the door. Roll persuasion? Sure. Say so Vi's on the hinge side of the door, so she's harder to see. 18. They believe you, but no one comes. That's fine. They just don't care about squirrel problems. They're like, we've killed how many people? Y'all can deal with it. I never saw that response, so good for them. (laughs) We will wait. Uh, Yeah, how long are we going to wait for nothing to happen? I don't know. But after maybe about 30 seconds, probably a question that we'd have to try to decide on a decision for. Were they all Lorendi? Two and then a robot. Two in a row. Or three. Sure. Three in a row. There were three, Victor. Okay. They were all bright red, so probably, most likely, Lorandy. Hmm. Well, that's one for each of us. I think we could take them. Yeah, the thing is that they're all the way across a very, very large room. And as I'm sure you can guess by the fact that you carry a gun, distance is useful in that, in that occasion. Faraday, you have a pistol, right? So we have three people with pistols. Vi, do you have one? Yeah, Vi has one. Everyone has a pistol, so you can attempt to snipe them all from the door if you want. How are y'all going to approach this? 
How big is the room? Do we know? Really big. It would probably take at least two turns. Well, three turns less if you're dashing to get across the room. So it's about 90 feet? Yeah, that's how math works. Not ideal. Yeah, and there's also, there there could be other security, too, that was not seen in the quick glimpse. Farida, was there anything you did notice about the room, besides the guards? There's tables and stuff, and maybe a couple of consoles. Overall, not a whole ton of cover. Nothing particularly notable. No. There's probably some stuff that could be used for a cover. I didn't plan that room out very well. How long do those smoke or flash grenades last? And what is their range? So, they can be thrown anywhere from 20 to 60 feet. There's no saying exactly how long it lasts, depending on- it depends on what kind of grenade it is. I'm gonna say you probably mostly have phosphorus, which is basically- Sticky fire that doesn't ever come out. Or, actually, no, gas would be a bad idea when you're hostage rescuing. Or stun grenades. Which, stun, the effect only lasts a turn. No EMPs? Those cantrip grenades. Yeah, those are probably going to be smaller, and you only have, I think, like, three of those. Whereas you have... I'm gonna say you have one each of the uh, stun and phosphorus. I mean, we can go in guns and blazing, I suppose. Considering their communication room is all messed up right now. Yeah. That would be Scorpius' preference. I can retcon and say there are some things that could be used as makeshift cover throughout. Because there's been a lot of stuff moving in and out, so there might be some crates that haven't been unloaded. It is unfortunate that they didn't choose to uh, follow up on that squirrel. Yeah. They're mercenaries. What do they care about a squirrel? If it's not far enough in to disrupt, like significantly disrupt, to the point that a guard is asking for assistance, there's probably something more sketchy than a squirrel going on. Something sketchy is going on. And they're like, well, we're just gonna stand right here. Farida. Hmm? That time that you tried affecting the engine. Yeah. The gravity spell that you used. What are the specifics with that? My attempt was to mess with how precise those engines were as they tried okay. to take off make like the very tight bearing surfaces of the engines as they spin against mm-hmm. each other rougher and change their okay. equilibrium and mess up the engines. Okay. That is to say, it'll just make them real heavy and make them a little bit slow for a turn. And it's not that big of a range or radius. It's like 15 okay. foot radius. Ooh, okay. For being a level two spell, it's not all that good. Oh, wait, I'm wrong. Hold up. That was my logic back when I was trying to use it on an engine. The area inside the sphere does count as difficult terrain. However, if a creature starts its turn in the sphere, or enters the sphere, they have to make a dex saving throw. On a failed save, they are considered restrained. So how do y'all want to take out the guards? I vote we just walk in. 
Yeah, agreed. I mean, you did one-hit kill one of them, bye. I thought we could walk in and not show any weapons and just, like, keep walking, and they're like, stop, stop, and we're just gonna keep on walking, they're gonna keep on yelling stop and not pull the trigger, and then the moment that somebody gets wise enough to, to do the trigger, we all throw grenades at them. Ferda, they hate Eldori. Great. Also violent mercenaries. Yeah, they're also violent mercenaries. Working for an arms dealer. I mean... Let's... Let's not go. <laughs> Scorpia says, I am someone who also looks like a violent mercenary. You say to a group of people who saw you knock out, like, an entire team of people. You wanna go in? Oh, I'm always ready for action. Ooh, wait, Vi, you can act like you've been captured by Scorpio to get close and then be like, haha, you thought, stab. One problem, Scorpio doesn't know Nassive. Ah. But you do. I do. And you look like them. You look like them. You look like the guard. But then again, he's expecting, well, might as well try, I guess. You could you could say, hey, I found the problem. I found the squirrel. <laughs> I mean, I did. I'm not lying. I did find the squirrel. Somebody let a squirrel into the building to be distracting, and look who I caught. Eventually, they would get close enough that you would just be able to be like, got your neck. Exactly. <clears throat> Alrighty, then, if we have a game plan. Anima, hmm. hold at the door until all hell breaks loose. And then all hell has broken loose. You're free to do whatever you want. How's that sound? Okay. So are you both going in? Are all three of us going in? Yes, I'm going in front of you, pulling you. Okay. And then our mercenary is the person bringing up the rear, making sure that you don't do anything funny. Joke's on them. Just make sure you explain that to them because she's also a stranger. That's fair. I'm sure that the turnover in this position is not super high, but life expectancies are short. Right, Scorpio? Maybe mention bribery. I'm a, a new hire, I suppose. Or she could be new collateral. Uh, or that. This dude deals in a lot of living collateral. I mean, you can also say any sort of things about Scorpia, about me, uh, that you wish. I do only need to get you within 60 feet of one of these people, right? About 30 feet into the room? Ish? Get which of us within that? Yeah, which one of us? Uh, Vi. Because basically I'm counting on Vi breaking out, causing a round of surprise where she is the only person that gets to act, runs up, turbo shanks somebody, and then we move on to us being like, oh no, they broke out! Also, you're dead. Vi also has a blade where she can shank somebody without being near them. Yeah, I just, that would have to be, like, low to the ground. Within 30 feet. To not be, yeah, not be seen, yeah. but yes. So you can turbo shank and then flying shank. If they're close enough. Isn't that another action, though? That might be for a different thing. Yeah. 
Do we have something to act like shackles? Um, body blocks point of view. Just have your wrist together. Alright. Grab by a scruff of the neck, hold a gun to the head. Strong arm. Hmm. Let's go, I guess. Alright, let's go. Pull open the door. <laughs> let's see how this performance goes. Hello! Hello, guardsmen! I'm the guard from outside. I am here bringing a new delivery for you, everybody. I'm just going to keep on talking and blustering the hell out of them so that they'd never get in a word. I'm just going to keep on walking forward and talking. Roll and talking performance with disadvantage. Disadvantage? This is my element. Yes. My mental missives, I'm going to I die. Mean, we're going to die. If we're all working together, does that not count as a help action? Ooh. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just whether or not they believe he actually works here. 16. They rolled a 16. For all they know, I could be the new hire that doesn't know how things work around here, and they're just getting ready to try to chastise me. What's the wisdom on these guys? They got a 17. Ooh. <laughs> awesome. So, you get a couple steps in, you're filibustering. Their weapons are all pointed at you. That's fine. And they're shouting to stand down. I'm still walking forward. Roll initiative. There we go. Alright. Ooh, I mm. I think I'm gonna use my draw from the wheel. Cause I just rolled a three, and that's You're gonna use your once a day ability? <sighs> well No, I'll just stick with the six. Hmm. Well so far it looked like I was successful in doing what I wanted to do, which was get us in. That is the distance I wanted us to get in before we had everything go wrong. So Y'all were power walking then. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. That's the whole idea of this this show. This is a busker move. I am entirely working on tricking them and working on the fact that they want to they want to do their jobs right. They don't want to just kill random stuff. Because that's like not professional. Are you sure? They didn't pull the trigger until we got here. So yes. Because they thought you might actually work there until you started talking. Okay, what did everyone else get? Six. Twelve. Thirteen. Oh boy. Farida, what'd you get? Sixteen. One of the guards is gonna get a shot off before you can do anything, and I think they're gonna aim for the one person they're pretty sure is an imposter. That's fine. And they're gonna actually know. So that's a crit fail. Cool. Oh, that's delightful. They're gun jams. <laughs> I hear the click and I'm like, ah, it seems that we're uh, working for the same people then. There's this click and you notice part of the gun is glowing slightly and just drops it to the ground and grabs something else. Farida, it is your turn. Fantastic. Hmm. Well, I can't run 60 feet in a turn. Let me look at the spell real fast. 
while he's looking that up, can I ask a question? Did the robot do anything while they were yelling? Doesn't seem to have reacted. Huh. I'm going to use one of my forging techniques, one of my three slots that I have, and I'm going to cast Impotence. And I'm going to reach behind my head and grab kind of like a collection of micro drones that are probably connected to the collar in the back or something and throw them at the three humanoids. Ooh, range of 30. So instead, I'm going to move first. I'm going to walk 30 feet forward. And... Ooh, you're just out of range. But I got two. These guys are probably, like, a little further forward than they look. But they're staying near their doors. Still further than 30 feet. I will then do impotence on green and blue. And what it is is a pack of micro drones deter and distract up to three creatures of your choice within range that you can see. Range of 30 feet. Each creature must make a wisdom saving throw for the duration. Any target that fails the saving throw suffers a minus two penalty to all attack rolls and saving throws. That was a 16 and a nat 20. All right, they both pass. But the drones are buzzing around and they're going to have to redo it at the beginning of the... No, at the end of my next turn or something like that. You do that, the drones start swarming around and they're laser focused. <laughs> I said, bees! And now they're going to have to worry about that. <laughs> See, I was just picturing assorted micro-machines. Mm-hmm. So just all these tiny little cars. Oh, those concentration. Oh, it's a 30-foot radius around me. If they get close, then they'll have to roll. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Does that apply to allies as well? No. Three creatures of my choice. Unless you want me to distract you, I won't. I would appreciate not being distracted. Sounds good. Right, anything else? Sounds good. Alright, in that case, it is Blue's turn. They're also going to try and shoot you, and I also realize they probably have multi-attack, but Green's gun jams, so... Miss. That fell off the table. That was an 18, I'm assuming that hits. Probably. You have Aegis, but I don't know if that works against... I don't think that works against guns. Yeah, no, we did discuss... We did discuss... The, I remember editing the part where you got shot. It didn't work because it doesn't work on getting shot. Yeah. Physical resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing. Yeah. That's going to be six damage. Great. I'll take it. And as it does that, Scorpia, it's your turn. All right, then I'm going to move my 30 feet, and then all of them are in range. Cool. Um, that's a fun statement. <laughs> Let me double check something real quick that I meant to double check earlier and then didn't about how my rig works. <laughs> yeah. This is y'all's first time saying this, because... This kind of tech doesn't exist in the Federation. Though, Anna, this might seem familiar to you. Hmm. I'm not in the room. You haven't entered the room yet. You're probably about to bolt into the room, because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> For gunshots. Took... Alright, cool. So, I just... You've started going in once the, sh- the shots were fired. 
Or maybe a little bit earlier. So I bonus action draw my pistol using my rig. Is that your weapon that you're, you can just have it materialize, or is this a different weapon? You can have two weapons connected. Yeah, you can have two weapons linked, and I have a pistol and a saber. But since I'm not in range for a saber, I am bonus action drawing my pistol. And it just materializes into my hand. How I picture it happen is like something like detaches from the rig and like travels down your arm and suddenly there's a weapon in your hand. A fully functional weapon. That's how I picture it happening. Like I said, the, the Iron Man, the nanotech armor. Who are you shooting? Which one's gun jammed? Green? Yeah, green yes. is the... Yes. Blue is the one that hit Farida. Yes. And I think Scorpia actually would have, like, centered in the room, not directly behind Farida. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot green. Alright. Roll the hit. That is a 16 to hit. That hits. Alrighty. As this fight is going on, those of you who can understand catch that they seem to be shouting for backup. Only cut less than six seconds, so yeah. You're probably kind of, you don't know where they who they might be shouting to. It looks like they're trying to communicate with someone. Mm-hmm. Shouting for backup that there's been an infiltration, maybe some cursing people for not paying attention. That is three points of piercing damage. That hurt. You shoot him right in the arm, and this dude's just not having a great day. He looks very offended by this. And technically, you have a second attack, right? I do. Thank you for reminding me, because I forgot. We'll shoot him again. That is 16 to hit. That hits. And that is four points of damage that time. This one gets him in the shoulder, and he's looking pretty hurt and is shouting into his communicator, we need backup, we can't afford to fail this job. Get your ass over here. Honestly, I like the sound of that. You can't understand it, but there seems to be panic. I, the player, like the sound of that. If they're so desperate for this, it tells me that they don't feel certain that they will win. And I like that. Alright, well, I do believe, Enema, it is your turn. Okay. You are outside of the building, there, outside of the room I meant, there is a lot of shouting and shooting mm-hmm. noises. And you may not be close enough to understand what they're saying, but you can hear Frantic shouting in the save. Alright, so I'm gonna run in the room up to my 30 feet. Oh god, okay, that's not right. So, yeah, pistol, green, directly in front. Roll the hit. Mm-hmm. 16 plus proficiency, 19 plus dexterity, plus 2. Yes. So, you hit 
real good. Yeah. So, 1d6 of damage. That's a 6. You add your dex modifier to the damage, so... Whatever we need to retcon, Green is dead. Okay. <laughs> Anima has killed Green. Gr- green body hits the floor. And I have one more attack. And I think I'm going to go for red because red is closer to me. Because I don't know if I can hit blue. Actually, I don't want to use that dice. That dice has burned me before. Ah, shit. I should have used it. This one. Well, maybe. I don't know what their AC is. So, seven? No. Okay. It misses. Although... They do flinch away because they just saw you kill their friend. Vi, it's your turn. Okay. So this machine hasn't done anything right yet, right? Nope. Might as well try something. I have concerns. We have ways of solving things that are electrical in nature. Just saying it out loud. Well, yes. But let's try something. I'm gonna go 30 feet. See if I can try to speak to this machine in ALOMU. Let's see if that does anything. What are you gonna say? Can you understand me? I don't want to hurt you. Is there a way we can help each other? No response. No response? It seems to be almost asleep right now. Or, like, it's not been activated. Could I do a check on it? Like, computers? Or investigation? Or would that be my turn? I will allow you to run a check in that case, but that will be your turn, is doing the check. Because I don't count speaking as in. Fair. If it was a conversation, yeah, but it was a question, so. Okay. All out made is reminding me that targeting computers are a thing that might be on the outside. So would it be computers or investigation? Yeah, computers make sense because you're trying to figure out a machine or like maybe mechanics. What are you trying to what are you trying to accomplish with this dice roll? That's a good question. <laughs> Seeing if there is a way I could turn it on and hopefully get it on our side. Okay. So you're mostly just trying to find a way to turn it on at the moment. And then hoping you can smooth talk. Oh. If you're trying to find its on switch, I would say that's most likely going to be investigation or mechanics. Because you're trying to find a physical thing. Could I try hacking into it and making it think that we're where it's friends before I turn it on. Can you hack into something that's not even running, is my question. I mean, if it's asleep, maybe, but... You would have to do investigation to figure out how to hack into it. If you can find a plug, you can upload a program. Just like a flash drive, which doesn't have its own power. Mm. That's my argument. You can say no, but... Let's investigate it. Let's all investigate it first. Yeah. Solid idea. Would you have any kind of program to upload to it? He's a hacker. Of course he does. 
Is it okay if I use heads just in case? Oh yeah. Okay. Alright. So that is we said investigation. That's a twenty-one. You're either looking for some way to turn it off or to access it? Yeah, let's go access and would and see what kind of machine it is be too much of a stretch. Looking over it, you quickly realize that this is more advanced than anything you've seen before, possibly to the point of sentience. Then I'll figure out how to turn it on. It doesn't really seem to have an on switch. There's no defect, no way to turn it on. It, it might be sleeping, but it doesn't seem to be reacting to anything. What I wouldn't give for a bottle of Sovereign Glue right now. Can I poke it? Or would that be too much? <laughs> Just like, hello? Like tap its shoulder where I think its shoulder is? You're welcome to poke it. It doesn't seem to respond. It seems very mm. solid though and very heavy. And very asleep. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird, you would think. If there's a robot of some kind here that seems to be possibly armed, why is it off? Good question. There could be any number of reasons, but I believe that... That's my turn. Yeah. So it is now time for the red over here debating if it's gonna shoot the person who did the most damage to his friend, or shoot the one that killed his friend. Murder, I think? Or... I mean, yeah, probably whoever looks the most dangerous. Yeah, I'm having them roll things to see if things happen. Because <laughs> as far as he knows, it's because Green's weapon jams, so... I think he's going to try to shoot Scorpio. Fine by me. That was a 17 to hit. That'll hit. For 3 damage. Alrighty. That's just a scratch. Make that 5 damage, because I think you had your dex mod to that. And then he's gonna turn and try and probably shoot Anima, the other one that did damage. These two seem more threatening. And his gun jams and seems to be smoking slightly, so he's going to switch to a different Remind me to look at who their supplier is and not buy guns from them. I mean, it's weird that guards in this place that's supposed to be secure have really shitty guns. It's black market. It's, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Which could be really good. Could be really bad. Yeah. yeah. That's his turn. Farida is is once again your turn. Cool. Which of blue or red have you been focusing on? I shot at red but didn't hit red. Gotcha. Yeah. No one got damaged and Vi went to go poke the robot. Okay, then I'm gonna walk my max distance and say, y'all take care of the other guy, and I'm gonna walk 30 feet to this person. You're going after Red. Oh, up nice, close, and personal. Yes. Alright. I'm just gonna reach out, put my hand on his shoulder, and say, sit. And I'm going to cast 
an exciting spell, which which his name I will reveal if this hits. Is it a hit or saving throw? So I need to make a melee forging attack against this creature. Okay. Okay. Please be high. Oh, it's low. Never mind. It just whacks my hand away. <sighs> Almost. What was it? Actually, no. Tails, who has been sitting on my shoulder, glows teal, turns into a monocle, pops up on my eye, and I get to do it again. Because I get to have an advantage. That's adorable. I love heads and tails. That's, um, rig expansion. So I'm using rig expansion targeting scanner to give myself advantage. Please do not suck. What was it? <laughs> it's, uh, 12? That die is fired. Probably closer than you realize, but it, it still just bats your hand away. Ah, uh, such a shame. Oh, well. That's my turn. Snarls something very rude about... Should I walk out while you could, princess? You're gonna ruin this for all of us. That's right. Alright, and so... It's Blue's turn. Neither of them are moving an inch from their posts, which may not make a whole lot of sense. But... Let's roll a cruising saving throw for him. Ooh, also, wait, at the end of my turn, they have to. The red guy has to do the wisdom save. That was a 10, I don't think so. So what happens? He has a minus 2 penalty to all attack rolls and saving throws. So it's basically Sandstorm. Oh, wait, that's concentration. Yeah, my, my second face is dropped, so I'm still using the generic face. But the red face be gone. In that case, the you're gonna ruin it for all of us doesn't is not said, but the princess comment was. Yeah, so blue's gonna shoot you. I don't remember what I rolled the first time. Machina is rolling a Christmas saving throw to see if he can have the courage to not just run. Got a 19. Greed's a powerful motivator. I'm sorry. Got a nat 20. To who? To shoot Farida. <laughs> the one that's threatening his friend. That's nine damage. Ow. I don't know if I've actually used this yet, but for y'all with the crit max on the first die, roll the second. Just so you don't have the lovely joy of you get a crit and then roll two ones. But that's only if you crit, but I decided to just roll that one to be nice. Yeah, so he shoots Farida, and it's very effective. How hurt are you looking? To use the fourth edition terminology, I am bloodied. I think he's gonna bleed his friend to deal with the rest of that, and I think he's going to turn and try and shoot Scorpia. And miss. It whizzes right between Scorpia and Anima. Because that was a two. Alright. He's glancing back and forth between the fight and the door, though. Scorpia, it is your turn. It looks like that with 30, I can move to melee with this guy. With the blue. And 
Once again, I need to double check how the rig works to make sure that... Also, Farida Scorpio, what are your passive perceptions? Passive perception is 15. Okay. Oh. Farida, you think you might hear something on the other side of the door, but also a lot of things hurt right now? Scorpio, you're pretty sure there are people on the other side of that door that you're in front of. Okay, so this corner door. Yeah. Both of the corner doors appear to possibly have people behind them. Positive or negative sound. Not detail, but you can tell the difference between, like, angry noises and please rescue me noises. Vaguely scared noises? I'll take scared. Scared is fine. Is there nothing to hear behind the door that buys that? Nope. Right here? Nope. Okay. Did you find the thing? Yes, I just had to make sure that dismissing a weapon did not also take a bonus action, and it does not. Gotcha. So as Scorpia moves towards this other guard, she dismisses the pistol. In my head, it kind of vanishes in a pixelated way, like where it looks like pixels leave at a time till it's gone, and then in its place, a saber appears. And I'm going to make an attack. Animus, some of watching that feels familiar. Like, it's something you've been curious about before, but you don't remember being curious about it until you remembered it existed. That's a dirty 20. Yeah. Oh, nice. Max damage. That's 12 slashing damage. Oh boy. He's looking incredibly hurt. You slash them across their body and they're barely standing. And there's panic in their eyes. Alright. Well, I'm gonna second attack and do the same thing. Okay. That is... 19 to hit. Yes. And 10 points of slashing damage. You kill this one very dead. He had two hit points left. (laughs) These are weirdly squishy guards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They are. What's everyone's passive insight? 15. 10. 14. Anima, everything's fine. The rest of you, something ain't right here. This, there, there should be more security. Feel like you're, there's something you're missing. Anima, your turn. Okay. We got one who is so far uninjured. Well, there's also the robot bison poking, but. Nice trying. I'm gonna move and take the dash so I'm right up next to Farida. So, running up this way? Uh-huh. I believe that takes your action unless you have a bonus action. I don't. I just wanted to be within five feet of Farida. So, if he attacks, I can impose disadvantage. 
Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I forget that's a thing. And that's a very cool thing. Mm -hmm. Vi, it's your turn. What are you gonna do? Okay, so something seems off. The robot seems to be asleep. Cannot wake it up. Not responsive to physical or auditory stimuli, correct? Either not responsive or just not responding. Okay. You don't know what exactly this thing is, so you don't know if there's a difference, but it's not responding. Which means it's either it can't or it's ignoring you. Okay. I'll quickly say in the language to an ALOMU, I'll be back to talk later. And I will do another cunning action. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm pretty sure it's 60 feet. I can make it here. It's exactly 60 feet here. As you're running away, you catch what could be a faint beeping sound, but you're going too fast. But you you do catch a faint chilling noise. Okay, concerning noise. Oh boy. It's not like an alarm going off, but just like uh, some sort of like soft electronic trill. Okay. But it wasn't in ALOMU? From what I could understand. No, it's, I think, a soft text tone that's coming from the general direction. But you were busy, you were dashing, so you can't pinpoint exactly where it is, but it might have come from somewhere around the pod. Okay. Well, I have a chat with this guy anyway. I would like to do non-lethal damage before something bad happens, but I'm gonna do another depth strike because I have two allies within five feet of the opponent, so... You're gonna try and brain this guy, but not in a deadly way. Well, I want him conscious. We're gonna have a chat. Mm -hmm. 18 hit. Yes. Okay. 17. He's unconscious. <laughs> I rolled two sixes. I am happy. I picture you take your saber and, like, clock him in the head with the butt of it and just okay. drops, like, a sack of potatoes. Well, I want him conscious, though. Okay, he's stunned and Jace still drops, like, a sack of potatoes, but he's not out cold. Okay. So, we're no longer at initiative. What are you gonna do? Well, friend, we need to have a chat, don't we? I say to the guard. <laughs> I try to tie him up after saying that. <laughs> I forgot about tying him up. I'd like to investigate the door. That's right there in front of us. And I'd like to investigate the door that I'm in front of. I am. I'm investigating the door first. All right. I need to know if there are any wires that are conspicuously running to the door that are going to trigger any type of notification on anything if we open it. Alright, so, roll me those investigations. I'd actually like to go to the middle door and investigate that one. Okay. Roll me that investigation and roll me a dex check vie to hogtie this poor idiot who makes bad life choices and is death glittering you. 18. You're able to tie him up pretty well using some trickster bent or taught you. 
There's Spite muttered, swearing incoherently, including some mm. insults. So you didn't realize her insults, but you're like, yeah, this is probably an insult. What were the door investigations? 21. 21. 12. 10. It's a door. You don't think there's anything behind it for that. 12. It seems reinforced, and you can tell there's, like, it sounds like there's people behind it. But you can't tell if there's any sort of traps or anything for Ferda. It's reinforced, it's locked heavily from the outside. You can tell there's definitely people behind it. But there are no obvious traps or anything. So if I've got this person tied... What are you asking him first? What's the first thing you ask? I think before Vi asks questions, she'll be like, Now, we have a sort of deadline. So you can answer our questions and we'll be on our way. Or you can try to be difficult or lie. And, well... I'm gonna make sure that what happened to your friends, and I sort of wave at the corpses, yes, seem like child's play. Do we understand each other? He's just laughing. Kind of delirious, almost. Give me an insight check. Ooh, that one. So unless you want passive. It's a six or a fifteen. I'll say just because with situations you've been in before with threatening people, you know when someone's accepted the fact that they're going to die, and you also get the vibe of, at least I'm not going out alone. And you all hear the sound of slow clapping that seems to be echoing through an intercom system. See, very well. You dealt with the riffraff, and you wandered right into where I wanted you. This is my lucky day. Thank you for joining us, and stay tuned next time to find out what happens on board the Opal Star. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Aboard the Opal Star is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is DM'd and produced by me, Brianna Toiber. I'm Casey, and I'm playing Anima the Ashen Forged. Richard, I'm playing Farida the Prometheus. My name's Alexis, and I am playing Mylena Sorel the Eldori. With music by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. Initializing Waffles Maple Syrup Promotion. Please enjoy. Welcome to Waffle Maple Syrup's brand new Starfinder podcast, Journeys Adrift. Grab your space popcorn and join us for the wild journeys of these five characters. 
starting us off is the prospective Madeloon herself, Zehavum T. Don't tell anyone, but she's on a journey for some classified Starfinder intel. What? Who told you that? I'm absolutely doing no such thing. Don't worry, this is all behind the fourth wall. It doesn't count. Next up is Dr. Lin on a journey to clear his name. And for the last time, there are four tentacles in regular pants, of which there are simply four pant holes. Uh, oh, I mean, uh, that is correct. Hello? Mmm, that's not awkward. Let's see. Next on the roster, we have Tetsu, who is on a wholesome journey to happiness. Best of luck with that, buddy. What do you mean, best of luck? That sounded sarcastic. Was that sarcastic? Don't worry about it. Let's move along to our little friend here, Moat. Moat is on a research journey for drift technology. Who knows what secrets they'll find out there. Oh, oh, uh, right. You can't see me. Uh, believe me, my visor is displaying a smile. Like, I can't. Sorry, bud. This is an audio-only format. Anyways, last but not least is the lightning rock himself, Aizen. He is on a journey yeah, for- Yeah, let me cut you off right there. I've got to find a cure for the circumstances happening to my body, or else I'm going to end up in pieces in the process. Oh, well that sounds fun. But between you and me, listeners, there's a lot more journeys than these five happening behind the scenes. So join us and listen to Journeys Adrift on the Waffles Maple Syrup podcast and live stream to find out where these journeys lead.